Welcome to UUCSW Reflections, a podcast by the Unitarian Universalist Congregational Society of Westboro, Massachusetts. We're glad you're here. For all of the world's Abrahamic traditions, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, This season right now is one of reflection, of returning to the center of who they are and what their faith teaches, so that they might be reminded of what matters most. It's a time of introspection, of taking a break from the ordinary rhythms of life in order to recenter. And they're called Abrahamic traditions because they all share the Hebrew Bible or Old Testament as part of their scripture. And so they belong to a lineage that is said to have begun with Abraham. But it is unusual to have all three major holidays fall in biblical sequence. This past week was Passover. Today is Easter, the culmination of the Christian Holy Week. And next Sunday is the beginning of Ramadan. All three are seasons for remembering the origin stories of each separate tradition so that the followers of these traditions might live more fully into their beliefs and their values. And these three Abrahamic holidays are long. This is not a holy night, but a holy week, a holy month of preparation, weeks of fasting. Because remembering how to live after death crosses our door cannot be done in a day. Learning how to live after a revelation changes everything or sweeping out the dust of what once was so that we can begin again. That's hard work. Next week, we're going to talk about the Exodus story and the importance of telling stories that remind us of our own resilience. But Easter and Passover are different stories celebrated by different people that have entirely different meanings. So amidst this season of Abrahamic holidays, we gather together on this day to celebrate Easter. As Unitarian Universalists, our roots grow out of the Protestant tradition, beginning with the Puritans all those years ago. And yet our tradition has ceased to be specifically Christian, So many among us hold Easter with some degree of ambiguity. The chocolate is nice, but the cross can be confusing. And in truth, there are many interpretations of Christian theology that are directly at odds with universalism. We, as you use, do not accept any notion that salvation is conditional, not on baptism, not on belief, not on anything. The old joke is that the Unitarians believed they were too good for God to damn them, and the Universalists believe God was too good to damn them. Either way, grace is boundless. We also refuse theologies of redemptive suffering. Because within Universalism, there is no space for the idea that suffering saves us that someone was killed as an offering to an angry God so that we could be loved. 
Universalism doesn't operate within a system of conditions. Holding the same ambiguity, then, what are we, Unitarian Universalists, some Christian, some atheist, some averse to any religious labels at all, what are we to make of Easter? I will say that I personally did not understand Easter until I went to seminary with Christian classmates of all different denominations. Prior to that, Easter was confusing to me. It was either sickly sweet with chocolate bunnies and eggs and all things pastel, or it was this violent and gruesome story that I didn't understand. But what I saw in my Christian classmates was this blossoming of hope and possibility and wonder when Easter came around. It was as if remembering this ancient story returned them to themselves. See, Easter is about the hope that comes after devastation. It's about life entering into the empty and impossible places. It's about the journey into that place of wonder and the terror that comes with having to re-enter the world once we've been overtaken by grief. Because Easter comes last in the Christian story. And Easter as a holiday isn't about death. It isn't about suffering. That's Good Friday, the day that Jesus died on the cross and all was lost. But that isn't the end of the story. After Good Friday comes Holy Saturday, the day in between. The waiting and the broken heart and the timelessness of grief. Easter comes last. It's only after processing the lost, giving time for grief in its fullness. It is only after this that new life bursts forth, like spring after the deepest cold of winter. It takes time to find our way back to life. And without this struggle, the profundity of Easter's hope would be lost. A few weeks ago, I preached about what Cornell West calls our tragicomic commitment to hope as people of liberal religion. Because naive hope, toxic positivity hope that pretends suffering doesn't exist, that's cheap and it isn't helpful. The hope we hold dear as Unitarian Universalists is hope that can hold the horror and the wonder of life together and still believe that goodness is possible. That kind of hope doesn't have a candy coating. That kind of hope knows the cold stone of the cave as well as the joy of love and reunion. Easter is a story with profound richness. And in considering the story of Jesus' crucifixion, I find Christian liberation theology to be the balm that redemptive suffering theology is not. Liberation theology teaches that no one is alone in their suffering, 
because God has known suffering in God's own human body. Liberation theology teaches that Jesus was the God-made flesh, and it was in his earthly experience of living and dying that God joined the people of the world in the reality of life. Within this theology, Jesus wasn't punished for our failures, but rather meets us in those hurting places because he lived through them too. That is a theology that has met people in the extraordinary depths of suffering and helped them carry through. And still, maybe this story, this remembering, reminds you of a time when you were asked to be something other than yourself. A time when you belonged to a spiritual tradition that rejected the essence of who you are. Spiritual abuse is a horrible thing to bear. So maybe the most life-giving thing you can do today is have that chocolate bunny and notice the coming spring. However you enter into the sanctuary on this day, I want you to know that you are enough, exactly as you are. If the story of Easter does not help you live more fully into your own hopeful human goodness, I pray that you find stories that do. Stories that help you hold out hope for hope on the hardest of days. Stories that help you feel more fully yourself. Stories that abide with you through the empty night and help you hold faith in the coming dawn. Because we are Unitarian Universalists. We hold it as true that grace and goodness exist in abundance that there is no single path towards sacredness, no exclusion from life's struggles or life's sweetness. So on this Easter Sunday, I pray that you give space to your grief and your suffering when it comes. And I pray you never forget that a new day will dawn, that the stone can be rolled away and new life will come again. We'll end again with these words by Eleanor Westbrook that began our service. When all the world has gone dark and we cried out, why have you forsaken us? Even then there is a sunrise. Even then there is a resurrection if we climb the hill to look for it. If we roll away the stone and recognize the different shapes that hope can take to walk among us in the returning light. May it be so, and amen. Happy Easter. Thanks for listening. For more information about what's happening at UUCSW, or for ways to get involved, visit us online at uucsw.org. All are welcome.